Hoteliers disagree with the dual pricing proposal, tourist visa fee to be postponed, and beware of telephone scammers. That's all coming up on today's Good Morning Thailand. Could you please take a moment to click the like and subscribe button? It helps us way more than you know. Hello and welcome to Good Morning Thailand. This show is brought to you by British International School Phuket and Thai Viet Jet. And joining me today is the lovely Natty Warisa. Hello, happy Friday. Happy Friday indeed. It is also Lumberjack Fridays for all the Lumberjacks outside there that need some love. <laughs> um, my name is Jay and I will be your host today. And we've got a host of topics to talk about today, starting with a hot topic we discussed yesterday regarding the government's proposal for dual pricing in uh, introducing dual tariff systems in hotels which will only apply to foreigners which actually got a lot of comments mm -hmm. now uh, some people put their comments a lot maybe more constructive and politely than others however some people might say that the anger was justified who knows but i've got some good news for you netty today mm -hmm. um so obviously this proposal needs to go through the hotels association and hoteliers because they have to agree before they uh, join in this dual tariff system and so far so good because the representatives of the thai hotels association have come out and said that they don't think it's generally a good idea so on wednesday a government spokesperson said hoteliers will be asked and it was voluntary to implement a dual tariff structure under which foreign tourists would be charged pre-pandemic prices while discounted rates would still apply and be maintained for locals. Now, hoteliers have expressed concerns over this government plan uh, to set the dual pricing for foreign tourists and locals, saying the move is impractical and demanding that the administration roll out effective promotions to spur tourism sentiment in an effort to increase room rates. Now. Kun Pipat, who's the tourism and sports minister, he said that the government did not give a mandatory order about the issue. So the hotels don't actually have to do it unless uh, they want to. But he just wants to encourage hotels to shift room rates based on the market. And the administration wants to avoid overpricing. They don't want to overprice for, uh, you know, foreigners. They just want it to support cash flow and maintain service standards of hotel. I don't really know what that means, but it's, I feel like they were trying to justify, you know, their dual tariff systems. But that was according to the tourism and sports minister. Now, the idea of dual pricing is impractical as room rates shift dynamically based on market conditions. And Kun Marisa, who is the president of the Thai Hotels Association, called it impractical and basically said, look, Hotels charge different prices in different places during different times of the year because there's high season, there's low season, there's events, there's this and that. We can't just keep on changing the dual tariff system every time. And it's just impractical in general because hotels charge according to the season, according to the time of the year. So this is unnecessary. Mm -hmm. Uh, in addition to a tourism plan for the international market, the government can jointly conduct domestic campaigns. So they were like, if you do want to increase domestic tourism, have those promotions that you've been having this whole time. There's no reason to add a whole new dual tariff system. It's just, what's the point? Like, if you wanted to move, uh, if you wanted to make domestic travel, uh, you know, more prominent and more people to travel, that can easily be achieved without doing this. So perhaps come up with a better tourism plan. 
Boom. Kun Marisa. Well said. Kun Suksit, who is the president of the Thai Hotels Association in the southern chapter, said that it is common for hotels to offer discounted rates for Thai residents. It is common. for t- uh, and uh, normal rates for foreign visitors. Normal rates as in the standard rate, not a dual tariff system. And he said, hoteliers cannot raise the prices to levels before 2019 because the demand is too weak. He's saying in the southern region, we have about 30% occupancy and you want us to raise the rate to pre-pandemic 2019 levels? That doesn't make sense. We don't even have you know, 50%. How are we going to get these people back by you know, increasing it to pre-pandemic level prices. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's a lot of logic in that when you think about it, but I guess the person, the people involved in the proposal itself, perhaps are not thinking as logically as we would want them to think. Mm-hmm. Uh, he said the current room rates in Phuket are still 30 to 40% uh, lower than rates in 2019, and a full recovery is not expected even after the high season in the fourth quarter this year, and half the hotels on the island still remain closed, while the volume of tourists has rebounded to only 30% of the pre-pandemic level. Mm-hmm. The We Travel Together hotel subsidy scheme needs to continue in order to maintain domestic tourism. So he as well said, We Travel Together, which allows uh, you know Thai nationals to have certain discounts for traveling. Let's just keep that. That's working. Let's use it for the rest of the year. We don't need to do this. Mm. And lastly, responding to the dual pricing proposal, Kun Sharin Tip, who is the president of the Tourism Council of Krabi, perhaps had the best uh, comments regarding this. Uh, and Kun Sharin Tip said, This sensitive issue could create a negative tourism image because everyone needs to be treated equally and clear communication is essential. Krabi hotels have slashed their room rates to 50%. There's no point in basically, you know, increasing those prices. And I think, yes, it is a sensitive issue and it it is going to create a negative tourism image and everyone needs to be treated equally. So at least there's a lot of uh, the people involved who will actually implement the decision of the dual pricing don't seem to agree with it and also suggest that let's get rid of this idea indirectly they're saying like this is never going to work it's impractical it's not it's it's a sensitive issue it's it's negative for tourism let's not do this Mm, i think this is a great example of why having only one source of power dictating the whole entire country is not a good idea so Mm. see there's checks and balances so somebody proposed a concept mm. and somebody debunked it yeah. somebody's like nah we we don't agree with it mm. and now hopefully it won't go through because a lot of people are not happy i mean obviously the customers aka the travelers are not happy with it the hotel associations who supposedly would benefit from it are not happy with that either so yeah i think this is pretty much resolved i think we don't have to worry about yeah. it too much i sometimes feel like perhaps they don't you know, these departments don't communicate with each other because mm. they went out yesterday, set it out in public, mm. and I feel like a certain amount of damage was done. You yes. know, people's feelings get hurt. Yeah. It's like, hey, I love this country, I love traveling here and you're you know, you're thinking of dual pricing, how dare you? And rightfully mm. so. And even though, you know, the Hotels Association came out and even now when they were even if uh, you know, the tour who was it? Hold on one second, just so I don't get this wrong. Um the tourism and sports sports minister comes out and says okay that if if he does comes out and says this was a mistake we should have never planned it we apologize i personally feel like there was just no need to come out and make it all public and talk about it yeah or if they did the word choice needed to be worded so much better but 
yeah, that's for another day to people, debate. Because pe- people, people's feelings get hurt and people remember. Even if they do forgive, they do remember, you know. Yeah. The health minister said some ridiculous things, unfortunately, yeah. that have alienated a lot of tourists and foreigners, you know, especially the word dirty foreigners. Uh, and he probably regrets it, you know, now. Say, mm-hmm. Hopefully he does. But, it, you know, he, he probably regrets it. But people will remember that for a long time. And it's it's difficult to forget these kinds of things. Like, oh, they once thought of charging us more for hotels. Yeah. It just doesn't feel right. But yeah. anyways, like I said, there's, there's only a specific... Uh, part of the government that proposed this idea it never was never implemented and looks like most probably won't be implemented so I would uh, ask uh, everyone to not blame the entire government and everyone in Thailand uh, for jet that one misjudgment yeah so far so good good news good good news so far Nettie and I've got actually a little bit more good news mm-hmm. for you well not you but in general for Thailand the Thai tourist visa you know, there's a fees for the Thai tourist visa. Uh, they're asking it to be suspended until the end of 2022. Ooh, so people don't have to pay for the visa tourists, you mean, to come into Thailand? Yes. Okay. So, well, so basically, to boost arrivals and increase spending, you mm-hmm. know, in, in the international visitors, the TAT is basically going to approach the government and ask them to consider suspending all visa fees until the end of 2022 so that everyone can come to Thailand, no matter where you're coming from, uh, and, and pay no visa fees wow. because the, you know visa on arrival still costs money uh, it's very few countries that have visa exemption but a, a lot of the tourists who come to Thailand they pay a, a certain amount of visa fees now the current price is 1000 baht for people applying for a visa before arrival and 2000 baht for those uh, countries that they arrive into the country and go for the visa on arrival mm-hmm. now they're asking for that to be completely suspended at least until the end of 2022 and after the CCSA cancelled the Thailand pass on July 1st they think the removal of this visa fee would be another move to increase income from foreign tourists and mm-hmm. also welcome visitors back to the country because that's what we want we don't want to charge them more we, we want to make them feel like we want you to come to our country and I think this is a great positive move uh, the tourism industry is becoming increasingly desperate to attract these tourists back as well uh, and they're desperate to bring back the numbers because yes the economy is suffering and tourism isn't as great uh, not even close to as it used to be but the tour companies also feel that suspending the visa fees and extending the possible length of stay would also attract more international tourists so they're saying uh, let's take it a step further by taking away the visa fees let's also let them stay in the country longer why are we giving them a minimum stay of 30 days for example give mm-hmm. them 60 days give them 90 days let the people come and love and live in Thailand for as long as they want mm-hmm. and this idea will be brought up with the government to discuss in CCSA cabinet meetings according to the TAT governor Kun Yutasak Supason. so uh, great news I think I think it's a nice move to waive the tourist fee you know it always feels good to tr- when you're traveling to a country where they're just like oh no no fee required you're welcome to the country and you're just like oh cool like, yeah. I'm willing to pay that thousand baht, but it's nice that you, you'll just let me in. Yeah, that is true. Now, see, that's a smart campaign to bring tourists in, I feel, yeah. in my opinion. Everybody's happy with it. Uh, it's a win-win for all because it's not like they're coming in for free and then mm. that's it. Like, obviously, they're going to be spending money in the hotels, local places, lots of money to be generated elsewhere, not with just visa fees. Mm. All right. Okay, Nettie, we're going to take another quick 
we're going to take our first quick break, rather, and we're going to come back talking about stories that two Brits who were honoured for their heroic efforts in the Thai cave rescue. We've also got a story regarding the health minister defending the green, and also uh, a sad story, actually, a Thai man appealing to his robbers to stop coming and stealing from him because he's got nothing left to give. Find out more after the break. Your next destination is only a click away. Fly Thai Viet Jet. Now welcome back. You're watching Good Morning Thailand. This is Natty, I'm Jay, and this show is Good Morning Thailand, sponsored by Thai Viet Jet. That's right, ladies and gentlemen. Domestic routes can cost as little as 477 baht if you pre-book them for this coming August to the end of the year, 31st December. And uh, Imagine that flights are always really expensive near New Year's time. Mm -hmm. You can book it for 477 baht now if you already have plans for New Year's. Mm. And also, if you're traveling internationally next year, starting 10th July to 21st March 2023, international flights can cost only 1,777. And ladies and gentlemen, I hope you enjoyed our Thai Vietjet ad, by the way. I that, enjoyed yeah, it. That was uh, the brainchild of one Natty Warisa and one Jason Clark. They did an amazing job. I just kind of showed up with messy hair. <laughs> uh, and um, yeah, well done on that ad. We've got a lot of good feedback on that Thai Viet Chet ad. Everybody seems to like it. It's yes. pretty cool. It is very cool. I mean, the production value here at the Tiger is just... Chef's kiss. Yes. A chef's kiss. Uh, we'd also like to thank Aloha from Maui and Carl Stretzbach. I apologize if I've got that wrong. Thank you for being Tiger members Thank and supporting you. the channel. We yes. appreciate you. Welcome to the Tiger family. Yes. And uh, now it's time, Nettie, to address our poll. Now, our poll yesterday was regarding the first topic yesterday and also the first topic today regarding dual pricing. Mm -hmm. And uh, there were a lot of votes, almost 3,000. And we asked the question uh, that... There are plans to increase hotel prices to pre-pandemic levels to boost the recovery of the hospitality industry, mm -hmm. but only for foreigners. What are your thoughts on this? And we gave them two choices. One, dual pricing is everywhere. I don't really mind. And number two, it's the wrong move at the wrong time. And 90% of the people who voted said it's the wrong move at the wrong time, which we both agree with. Mm -hmm. And the last uh, and 10% said dual pricing is everywhere. I don't really mind. Mm -hmm. Now, I decided to take uh, two comments from the poll, Natty, just to address them quickly. Out and about KP says, how would Thai people feel if the same rule applies to them if they were traveling to a different country? I'm not surprised with the increase in price as it's already like that at most Thailand attractions. All right, uh, out, out and about KP, uh, thank you for your comment, sir. And I'd just like to say once again, in your reference, you said Thai people. It's not the people of Thailand that are making these decisions. Mm. This was a proposal done by one part of the government, which has not been implemented yet and most probably will not. Once again, I think you need to be careful where we're directing our anger or frustrations. It's easy to say, oh, how would Thai people feel? 
a lot of people don't even know that this is happening, you know? Yeah. Uh, majority. Or we don't agree with yeah. even. Yeah. Right. Uh, and yeah, a lot of people don't agree with it and they think this is ridiculous. So mm -hmm. uh, I would just suggest pe uh, to everyone, you know, it's a, it is a sensitive topic and the frustrations are real and justified. But I, we, I think we need to be careful when we say Thai people. It's, yeah. it's not Thai people, it's uh, a certain uh, group of government officials. Mm -hmm. uh, secondly, another comment from, <coughs> excuse me, Quivering Moist. <laughs> nice name. <laughs> said, I should have read the name before. <laughs> yeah. Dual pricing is already something most tourists don't like about Thailand. Now with Uber, Lyft and Volt, many tourists don't deal with the taxis or tuk-tuk as, as much as before. And only so many tourists go to national parks. But everyone stays at hotels, so this dual pricing will most likely, like so many Thai government plans, will fail terribly. And we do hope it fails terribly, I'm not going to lie. Um, <laughs> And uh, it seems like it's most likely not going to happen because a lot of people in charge uh, and, and, and a lot of people involved don't agree with this uh, one one division of the government. So, um, yeah, although although we got a lot of comments yesterday, a lot of people were angry. Can I just address like the first comment that yeah. you said? Um, yeah. You know, how would Thai people feel when they mm. go abroad and being charged dual pricing? Mm. Hello, we get that all the time. Like if you go... Okay, not to mention India, Pakistan, Nepal, Jordan. Mm. Like, if you want to go on like a little ride, mm. you would have to pay basically nine times the price of what a local would pay, nine and we still times. pay it. No, and yes, nine times more. Like they would like really overcharge you there. Mm. And I mean, do we like it? No, but do we value the experience? Yeah, I guess we could kind of just like if we have the means to i guess like we'll just go by it i'm not yeah, saying yeah, it's right but yeah, yeah it's not right obviously i don't feel good but like uh, but if you really want that experience like you would do it anyway mm. kind of if you value it that much price is just price it's just numbers almost but that, that's mm. a very fair point Nettie. a lot of countries in asia actually do do price gouging mm. there's a lot of scammers and especially when you go to those tourist areas uh, sometimes they do charge you dual pricing so yes mm. dual pricing is not an issue in only thailand yeah it's everywhere very prominent in asia yeah. and yeah, yeah in, so, in, in some other countries around the world as well probably not uh, so much uh, in maybe some Western countries, but yes, it's not a problem only in Thailand. Mm. All right, for now, we're going to move on to our next story, Nettie, mm. which is regarding two Brits honored for heroic efforts in Thai cave rescue. Now, uh, some people might remember a story regarding the Tam Luang Nang Non Cave, which is in the Chiang Rai province in northern Thailand. Why do you laugh? <laughs> I'm not laughing. It, good, good job. The tables have turned. I used to laugh at Tim's pronunciation, <laughs> and now Nati Orisa laughs at my pronunciation. <laughs> it's all right. How C would you plus. say it? Tam Luang. Tam Luang. Tam Luang. What's the rest of it? I don't know. Nang non. Nang non. Nang non. Okay. Right. Okay. Tam Luang. Nang non. Okay. I just need to hold it. It's, it's the tone. Right. It's still the tones as a foreigner. Right. You know, even when you get it right. You're not hundred percent right. Yeah, it's, yeah. it's oh, C well. plus, not not bad. C plus. Oh no, <laughs> I'm Asian and Indian. C plus is basically an F. Um, anyways, uh, the, yes, the University of Bristol has awarded two British cave divers with honorary degrees mm -hmm. after recognizing their heroic efforts in rescuing twelve boys and a man from a flooded cave in Thailand. Now, Linda Wilson, who's a vice president of the University of Bristol. Speleological Society nominated John 
Volanthan from Bristol and Rick Stanton from Coventry for their honorary degrees. And uh, Wilson hailed the two British men and there are other rescue divers performing an impossible task in rescuing these 12 children and their football coach uh, from the Tamluan cave in Chiang Rai province. Uh, fortunately, a combination of extraordinary courage and meticulous planning, uh, you know, it was there's even documentaries on it now, I think, on Netflix. Um, you can watch it. It, it, was, it was an impossible task to get to save these uh, children because they were so deep into the cave and it was flooding and it was a very tight passage. Um, but yeah, thankfully, uh, these two uh, amazing divers were able to uh, rescue them. And, yeah, and rightfully so, they've, uh, because of their heroic efforts, they've been uh, recognized and honored as well. So uh, congratulations to these two gentlemen for receiving their honorary degree and uh, as well to the University of Bristol. Yeah, very well deserved because planning a five dive, yeah. five hour dive into the abyss, like basically it's pitch black. You yeah. can't see anything. Mm. It's a huge undertaking. And like there's tons of people, there's lives at risk. So I think this, this degree is very well deserved. Also, I just feel like this happened not too long ago, even mm. though it's been like a couple of years now, no? Yeah. Mm. Oh, well, anyways, that's great. Okay. That's great. No, I mean, good. it's nice to hear about, you know. Yep. All right. So it's like one of those stories where you're like, ah, nice. That's great. Mm -hmm. Well-deserved, gentlemen. Well-deserved. All right, Natty, let's now talk about our favorite. What is this? The favorite man in Thailand. Is it the public health ministry? It is the okay. Thai public health minister called Anutin Chanvirakun. Right. Now, he's defended his decision to de decriminalize the green. Mm-hmm. So he decriminalized the Greens on June 6 and insisted that it was the right decision, uh, even though a lot of people say, why didn't you wait until you had all the laws in place? You know, like, because all like a lot of laws are still kind of in the gray area. Why didn't oh, yeah. you wait for that to happen? And he said that, look, even if I could turn back the time, I would not wait. The government has been criticized after a number of controversial green-related incidents that have hit the nation's headlines, such as an increase in hospital cases, incidents regarding children, and the rise in shops selling the product. But um, yes, he he's insisted that it's okay because there were SME businesses, investments, planning, and deals that were already go uh, already to get going mm. and it would be unfair if the government would have caused this damage to these decent people also there are health benefits there are people there's patients waiting for their treatments with herbal remedies there are farmers waiting to harvest and get their first crop and a lot of people were having a lot of income difficulties so this was the right choice to move forward quickly so he defends it and he even said that look with Thailand's green industry, he believes that it would be worth up to three billion U.S. dollars, and uh, he plans to make Thailand a medical hub in Asia within five years. So there's huge, huge plans for it, but he couldn't hold back to wait for everything to be aligned first to release this. So that's what he's come out to say. Mm -hmm. All right. Um, look, do they have a point? I, I agree. It's because now that he's basically come out and decriminalized the C word, mm -hmm. but a lot of people are abusing that, you know, mm -hmm. you're not allowed to sell in public places. That's actually a crime, but 
it's available everywhere. In Kaosan Road, they're openly walking up and down pre-roll joints, in, even in places in, <coughs> excuse me, So 11, in, and, and many places in Bangkok. It's, uh, people are openly smoking it, people are openly using it, people are openly selling it, which is actually illegal to sell in open places. You have to be a registered uh, company. Um, and maybe for that reason he's being criticized. But then again, I think even if he did come out with all the laws in places, are, are we really expecting people to not do these things that they're already doing? You know, I'm not quite too sure. But um, it, it, there'd have to be like a police crackdown to stop all these people from, uh, you know, doing it the proper way, whatever that may be. Mm -hmm. But uh, we still wait to see. A lot of policies need to be made to, you know, uh, j just to make things crystal clear. And I think in Thailand in general, we're very slow to make things crystal clear and uh, to give the right information to everybody using the same medium because often you'll get different information from different agencies, different websites. The TAT will say one thing and then, you know, like for example, the Thailand Pass, uh, you know, the TAT will say something on their website, but the airlines are not on par and then diff depending on what country you're coming from, they've, they haven't been updated on the information. So a lot of people have been dealing with those problems and I feel like we're still going to be dealing with those problems once these policies come out. Mm -hmm. um, so it's going to be a long process, and I think we're just going to have to be a little patient. You know, like, even with the green stuff being out in public, right, and people are like, why aren't you checking the IDs of teenagers? I'm like, well, you know, cigarettes and alcohol have been out for decades and decades and decades, and people at 7-Eleven or yeah. so sometimes mom-and-pop shops that sell these things don't even check it anyways. Mm -hmm. But we're kind of going for the one that's kind of in trend now, like the, the plants. But Thailand's a little bit too yeah. lenient on these things. Like They yeah. are. They are. Should they be more strict? Yes. But this is Thailand. Do you want them to be extremely strict? Probably <laughs> not. Um, anyways. <laughs> let's move on. Yeah, let's move on. Uh, let's take a quick break <laughs> and refresh ourselves. We'll be back with stories regarding a man and a robber, and as well as scam calls. They're back. So watch out. We'll be back right after this. Welcome back. You're watching Good Morning Thailand. That's Natty Warisa and she's wearing white. <laughs> okay. And I'm Jay and I'm supporting the lumberjack cause. That's the point I wanted to make. Where's your lumberjack shirt? I have not seen one in the last six months. I've been wearing it in my heart. Ridiculous. <laughs> Welcome. You're watching Good Morning Thailand. Like I said, that's Natty. I'm Jay and this show is also sponsored by British International School Phuket. Woohoo! One of the top schools in the country. Did you know that Natty? On I mean, yes, I've spoken about the academic excellence of the school, but on average, every teacher that teaches in BISP has been working there for eight or more years. Wow. O on average. Okay. Yeah, that's right. And uh, it was one of the schools that actually has excellent teachers, uh, and uh, clearly the school takes care of them, so they stay there for a very long time. But, mm -hmm. you know, they're some of the best professionals in education. And I remember being in school, I had access to all my teachers who would even work overtime. I mean, you know, normally you'd expect people not to do OT because they've been dealing with kids all day long. But my teachers were always available whenever I needed them for extra extra classes uh, and, and extra help. And uh, yeah, 
were you one of the annoying kids like oh mr mark can you help me with my homework like even at like 7 p.m and he's like uh kiddo i need to go home no uh, if can i do you want me to be honest okay no i was one of the shy kids and I, I'm one of those people who wouldn't ask for help even though I needed help and mm -hmm. I probably should have because I didn't I wasn't a good academic student until I went to university mm -hmm. I think I opened up as a person a, a lot more and in university I could focus on my strengths and mm. I was doing something that I really liked mm. whereas in in school I was doing physics or you know just unnecessary subjects not unnecessary subjects, but like I, I, I was a, I was a drama student. I loved doing filmmaking and, and directing and I had to do environmental science, you know. Right. We force kids to do subjects in school that they're not they have no interest in but they just need to get the degree and they uh, they need to study these classes. But now, you know, the world's changed and and, and even schools like BISP they've they've basically like, you know, reformed and they offer so many subjects and they have so many like um, they have so many teachers and options available that kids can now do business studies in high school and then you know they they, they figure out from an early age that okay is this something that I'm, that I'm interested in back in the days like for example my, my when my dad was in university he just had three options like it was like business what commerce and arts like it's, it's arts commerce or science he only had three options mm -hmm. and you just pick one of them and just hope life works out <laughs> you're right but, but nowadays kids can just pick business studies economics psychology at, at the age of 16 and they figure out what they want to do with their life and at least they have a better idea or understanding of what they like and what they don't like and what they want to pursue in their life yeah it's a lot more broad now and uh i think they're more well-rounded mm. they put more emphasis on like you said psychology mental health and all that so this is a good step for it for yeah. the kids. My, yeah. my, my strangest subject till now was TOK. It was called Theory of Knowledge and it was oh. part of the IB Diploma. The, and, and it's basically philosophy. Nice. Yeah, think of it as philosophy. Okay. I hated it. Oh, really? Yeah. I would have loved that class. Now, it sounds now, fun. Now that I'm much older, I yeah. think back and I was like, maybe I should have paid more attention. And perhaps <laughs> I would have been a bit more philosoph philosophical and learnt from our you know, past generations. But while I was doing it, I was just like, what is going on? Philosophy. <laughs> yeah. yeah. What is this guy trying to say? Why doesn't he just say it? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, well. Oh, well. Uh, for a well-rounded education, send your kid. <laughs> or child, or nephew, or niece, help them out to British International School, Phuket. Alright, moving on to our last two topics. Natty, tell me, this story sounds... I was... I thought it was going to be funny, but it sounds quite sad. A Thai man has made appeals to, a, to people who keep robbing him. Mm -hmm. What's going on there? So, he posted on Facebook to tell people to share his post because the thieves wouldn't stop robbing him mm. so in a span of just three months his house has been robbed six times now he wrote on the post on facebook his timeline he said on march 17th the thief stole one laptop two tablets mm. march 27 the thieves didn't come inside the house but took the gardening tools uh july uh june 28th the robber cut the power cables to take the copper inside, making the house lose all of its electricity. And on June 29th, which is the latest, he took the security cameras, mm. Bluetooth speakers, and the gas tank. And the guys, the poor guy said that the burglar stole everything, even the power cords in the house. He can't even live in his own house because he, he doesn't even have electricity, right? Mm. So he has to go out and rent a room. And luckily, though, uh, his security cameras 
which he installed, which then got stolen, he actually managed to get all the identities of the robbers. Mm. Now, he has gone to the police, but apparently the police have not been really helpful. But the police said yesterday, they came out and he said, hey, we have arrested two alleged suspects and says that the searches would continue for the other suspects. Apparently, there's more than two people. I mean, I feel like this man is definitely being targeted. This is way more than just going into a house and robbing someone. I mean, they want to torture him. Yeah, mentally, I guess. It's so... Sealing the copper so that he doesn't have electricity (laughs) in the wire? Who does that? Yeah, and stealing gardening tools. That's a weird thing to steal. Where does this man live again? He lives in Konken. Poor guy. Yes. So not in the main main area of Bangkok. But you know the irony? Mm. The irony is he lives only, let me see this, one kilometer away from a police station. Oh, no. How is that even possible? He should get some guard dogs or something. Could do, I guess. Or what if the dog gets stolen, too? Oh, (laughs) Because the camera got stolen. Could you imagine? Oh, no. Could you imagine? It just oh. bribes the dog with like a nice piece of meat or something. Yeah, like. I mean, at this point, yeah, poor guy. I hope things turn around for him. Yeah, it's it's unfortunate, but I would be terrified to live in a condo, even though nothing, like no. In a condo. Oh, sorry, in a in house, a house okay. or anywhere for that matter, where somebody could actually break into your house at any given point in time. Luckily, I know it's very unfortunate that he's getting this treatment, but fortunately, there's no assault or a kidnapping yeah. situation going on but still it's annoying come on like you're stop such a city in. girl Natty. why why <laughs> you feel safer in condos <laughs> because you know they can't climb up yeah. to the 13th floor yes basically all right it's cool it's like, I, I don't know i've yeah. just i guess i've just grown up and lived in like a muban and a house my whole life and right. i prefer that i mean when i moved into the condo i just felt like i was like this at all times really i don't yeah. I, I feel so constricted I don't like houses because I have to maintain the garden. If I want a swimming pool, it's a lot of cost for the swimming pool that's, as well. That's, that's when you're that high so that you have a house that large to take care of. You no, know, but yeah. <laughs> swimming pools and exactly. gardens? Exactly. That's okay. why you want to live in a condo because it's more economical. Yeah. Um, also, the security, people can't just like break in. Like If somebody broke in, you know it's somebody within that condo, right? So you kind of can pinpoint who it was. Okay. Uh-huh. All that. Anyways, I don't know about that. Natty the city girl confirmed. Yes. Oh, ladies and gentlemen, we've got a very nice donation from Jorgen D. Thank Thank you very much, Jorgen, for your donation. He says, have a nice and wonderful day. What a nice thing to say. We hope you have a very nice and wonderful day too, Jorgen. Yes, thank you, Jorgen. All right, our last topic, Natty, is about scam calls. Don't answer calls starting with plus 697. It's a scam. It is a scam. So we all know that lately we've been taunted or like a lot of people in this country have been getting call center scams, yeah. whether it be fake calls from the police in quotations or, or uh, FedEx or any DHL, for example. Yeah. And so there's, this is a smart move by Thailand's National Broadcasting Telecommunications Commission that they purposefully added the prefix plus 697 to all the IP calls to help people identify potential scammers. Now, uh, they said that the IP calls are not registered with the authorities mm-hmm. and are untraceable. Scammers have utilized the IP technology to ensure their call can't be traced to their location or to make calls appear to be coming from different countries. Now, earlier, 
uh, when people were starting to get scammed, they, the government actually released a song, like oh, a music video yes called Yeah On, or basically that translates to Don't Transfer Back in March. I've watched it. It's a pretty fun uh, little Thai Luk Tung kind of. Oh, is, is Shai showing it? We're oh, prepared. Nice. As soon as I knew you were doing a story on scam, I told him to uh, download this. Does this have sound, Shai? Okay, let's let's add, let's hear some of the great music. Okay, yeah, it might let's be stop that. Step, let's stop then. it now. Don't you just love the moves? I love the moves. Is it moves. back on me? It's. Are my moves being caught? I think it's very catchy. It's also, very they catchy. used two prominent Luktung singers to get the message across. Now, that to me is a very creative campaign targeting the people in the up country areas mm. where um, people love to listen to Luktung and they've been scammed mm. like just like prevalent yeah. scamming in that area. The, the majority of the people being scammed are actually like you know in Isan and like more of the rural parts of Thailand because uh, they're mostly unaware of these scam calls as well. Yes. They're, they're just nice kind people who are being taken advantage of yeah and very sadly these people who get scammed are the elderlies yeah. who actually have a bit of savings but are kind of naive to this whole situation yeah. so that's very unfortunate for them but hopefully with the plus six nine seven measure it'll help stomp out some of thailand's call center scammers for good yeah. have you ever gotten any scams yes, you want to tell yeah. the audience very recently like two weeks ago oh wow <clears throat> so i got i got i had because very few people call me. I live a very sad and lonely life. <laughs> but, uh, very few people call me and I, you know, it's, it's not my dad, it's not my friends or anyone like that. So I'm like, okay, it was this random number just calling me. I pick up, start speaking Thai. And I was just pretending like I couldn't speak Thai. So I just started speaking English. And I was like, excuse me, like, who is this? So I knew if it was AIS, like a call center from, you know, my telecommunications company or the bank, they would introduce themselves. And he just goes, no, no, I know speak England. You, you speak Thai? And I said, no, I don't speak Thai. He goes, okay, thank you. <laughs> it just hangs up. But I'm like, oh, damn, I wish I wanted to. And I, and I thought to myself that if this guy ever calls again, I'm going to keep him on the line for like yeah. 10 minutes and just I record the call and see how far I can take this. Just so I waste his time that, that, you know, maybe that time he hasn't used that time to scam someone else. Uh, but I haven't received a scam call yet. Damn it. Yesterday, yeah. I, I just got one call yesterday. Okay. And it was from the police department saying okay. that I have pending traffic tickets to oh. pay. I mean, I mean that's, it, that's, could, it could be real. That's a real know. Natty Warisa <laughs> issue, though. But I'm like, yeah, this is a scam bit. <laughs> <laughs> just clicked. I have no idea who that was, but I'm not paying any ticket fines right now. <laughs> <laughs> and then in, in about two minutes, duk, 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 FBI. Ah, <laughs> oh, no. Yeah. We warned you, Natty Warisa. I warned you. All right. <laughs> On that note, ladies and gentlemen, we're going to take a quick break. Once we come back from the break, we're going to be taking your questions and answer your feedback here on the comment section because the voice of God has been listening. We're rather watching. So we'll be back right after this. Today's show is brought to you by Tiger Property. For all your real estate needs in Thailand, link in the description below. Oh. Hello and welcome back to Good Morning Thailand. It's now time to answer some of your feedback and comments. So enter the chat, the voice of God. Hi, hi. Oh, God. <laughs> this weird Japanese anime character. Welcome, no. welcome, voice of God. Have you um, uh, been traveling to around Asia, possibly? Have I? Yes, with Maybe. your new introduction? No. I see. Hi. 
Are you thinking of that? Oh, I see. Okay, never mind. That's why. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so Darm one, do you remember how we greeted his mom yesterday? So mm. his mom's name is Katie. And he commented a while ago in the show, Carmel, Natty, and Jay, Katie sends her love and thanks from the UK. Love, Katie. Happy birthday once again. Yes. Oh, look, uh, says Vietjet needs to comp Jay and Natty a day trip to Vietnam so they can make another commercial. <laughs> yeah. That be, that, that's an excellent idea. If anyone is watching from Thai Vietjet, we would be more than willing to travel to Vietnam and, and make an ad for yeah, you. Yeah, that'd be yeah. freaking awesome. All expense at the Ritz Carlton, Vietnam. Oh wow! Aloha from Maui said, "I love the Thai Vietjet video, the sunscreen and messy hair. It makes me laugh every time I see it." Nice. Yes. Okay. There were a couple of comments again on the dual pricing. Nabin Tapalia from Facebook live stream said, "Hoteliers seem to have more common sense." Mm. They do. Mm. Wait, can I, can I quickly comment on this? So if we actually travel to Vietnam, would we then be doing Good Morning Vietnam? <gasps> the Ooh. movie? Did you know that the actress is actually a Thai actress? Is she? She, she was not Vietnamese. Oh. Yeah. So I can play that girl. Okay. okay. And I'm going to play... Robin Williams. Robin Williams? <laughs> Isn't he in Good Morning Thailand? I mean, Good Morning sure. Vietnam, right? Good Morning Okay, Vietnam. I'll just okay. fill in. Please continue, Carmel. Yes. Tim Romack from the Facebook live stream said, Dual pricing would black flag for a lot of tourists, in my opinion. Tourists are having a hard time, a hard enough time with elevated airfares. Go Team Natty. Yay! Yay. <laughs> <laughs> in unison. A hot minute. Oh, yay. Yes, it was Robin Williams. Yeah, thank you. I don't, I don't think I could ever be considered as Robin Williams. Those are too big shoes. Too big of a shoe to fill in, but I shall try. Okay. Moving on, Michael Blaze said, I think it's an insult to those of us who stayed here mm-hmm. to support your economy. This will turn away many tourists. Mm. This is I still about don't think it's okay. Look, uh, if that was to take place, it would be an insult. But I too am an expat living here. And although I was frustrated and upset with that move, again, guys, it's easy to just be like, oh, it's the entire government, it's Thai people, it's Thailand. It's not. So everybody needs to, I feel like, take it down one notch and just chill a little mm. bit. I understand the frustration, but yeah. Yeah. Benji says, uh, dual pricing is a massive problem with Thailand. You guys live in the Thai world bubble. I Thai live in world. a Thai world bubble? Hmm. Yeah. So could you say that again? Dual pricing uh, is? Dual pricing is a massive problem with Thailand. You guys live in the Thai world bubble. Thai world bubble. Thai that world sounds bubble. kind of like a food, like, you know, yeah. bubble tea. Have you seen but the movie Bubble, bubble Boy? <laughs> we're going, we're the coming The way you the guys rail. went off with yeah, the sure. it's, like, yeah. it's like his parents were too scared of him catching a disease, so yeah. he lived in a bubble his whole life. Right. As in a physically built bubble in his room. Right. And then he basically makes a rolling bubble bowl. Like a bubble suit. Yes. To travel I've, around I've the seen city. It. Oh, have you really? I have you. Oh, I didn't hear the yes part at the start. I apologize. It's okay. I started mansplaining you the movie. <laughs> but I don't think we addressed that. Um, Thai bubble world. I don't know what that means. Like, we live in Thailand. I think we're thinking for... Because I represent the Thais, you kind of almost represent the expats. And I think we have a good understanding... Uh, we, I think we have a good understanding of what is going on and what is possible, what's not possible. Also, again, guys, 
this hotel thing it's most likely not going to happen now mm. that the hotels have come out and saying like we don't even agree with this it's most likely not going to be yeah. but dual yeah dual happening. pricing is everywhere i mean mm. india's notorious for having scammers everywhere mm. even, and there's a lot of price gouging especially like even if you want to go travel to agra and go visit the taj mahal like even the guys taking the pictures there there's a lot of scammers there unfortunately mm. there's a few people that make the entire country look bad yes. and we do live in that world where because of these few individuals uh, you know india gets this reputation of having price gouging and scammers mm -hmm. indian tourists get a bad reputation in thailand because of a few select people who ruin that reputation yeah so once again it's we shouldn't be qu so quick to judge the entire country and its people for a few people's bad judgment and mistakes mm -hmm. yep okay greg anderson our member said don't compare countries on thailand issues Marky Mark asks, is Thailand the only Asian country with dual pricing? I'm pretty sure we can say no. No, absolutely it's not. not. Yeah. No, absolutely not. Mm. Kenneth Crossley from the Facebook live stream said, this government just has to interfere with everything. Power crazy, even though hoteliers disagree with this two-tier pricing. Okay. Add on like I that. said, a lot of anger towards the issue, and rightly so, but I would just ask people to direct that anger in the right direction. Mm -hmm. Rosemary Walsh asked, do you have any idea when they will be discussing the no fees for visa, the tourist v visa? Very soon in the next CCSA meeting, I believe on the 15th, which should be next Friday. Or oh, is it today? Where's T? It should be next Friday. Yeah. yeah. Okay, about the Thai cave rescue, Mandalik S. Rao said it's an honor honorary degree that they deserve better late than never hmm. and john peak said i've read the book they should have far more for what they did i'm a diver and i wouldn't do what they did mm. Mm. yeah they were special type of drivers they were like deep cave uh, diving divers it's not a real activity it's like for one of those you know those adrenaline junkie activities it's like the extreme of the extreme mm. yeah, so that's why it was yeah and it was yeah. it was extremely difficult to find them because so f such few people in the world do it and we were just lucky to have people in thailand living who who could do it so mm. it was it was that's why it was partly miraculous how they were able to save those children in time mm. I remember watching one of the interviews uh, from one of the divers and he said, you know, like he was speaking almost in tears mm. and saying like, you know, I've been doing this kind of diving training for 20 years and he never knew, he didn't know like when, if he would ever be using his skills to real life and then that cave incident was the first time and probably the only time he would use it but he's like it was totally worth it the 20 years of training kind of blindly training not knowing what this is for is for today mm. like like after he got out of the waters and successfully rescued the boys that is and i i'm still getting some goosebumps talking about it because Goosies. that is goosey lucy goosey what <laughs> it just turned <laughs> such a inspiring moment to lucy goosey no, so i just said gooseys <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> Let's move on. But yes, uh, yeah, it's yes. very nice that they were okay. able to do that. We had a comment about the de decriminalized green topic. Vince asked, why are you blurring the plant? Are you that sensitive that the image offends you? Uh, it's not about that. It's so that we don't get flagged on YouTube and demonetized. It's not about sensitivity towards us. It's about the sensitivity towards YouTube algorithm and rules. Teddy Bear said, people were screaming to make it legal and now everyone is crying, saying it is getting out of control. What a load of 
BS. Exactly. Stop complaining. Anyways. <laughs> <laughs> um, in the topic about the Thai man appealing to robbers to stop robbing him, Michael Seberg from the Facebook live stream said, I noticed in the video that the man seems to have no security gates on his windows or doors. Oh no. Security gates? Yeah. Maybe th- those got taken away too. As in like a no gate. <laughs> yeah. He doesn't have a gate to his house. Oh no, it's like, you know like how in windows there are some metal bars that oh, you can't I like... You can't those really... are actually dangerous, you know, because that's what happened in Sampeng. That yeah. they had those bar grills. Yeah. And when a fire happens mm. within the condo itself, you can't go out. It prevents oh, yeah, people from coming in, but also prevents you from going out. Mm. So it's probably better to get your stuff robbed than losing your life. He probably thought he was living in a safe neighborhood yeah. as well. Mm. And, you know, generally, Thailand's quite a safe place. I mean, uh, but yes, he is, you know, living in Isan and maybe perhaps rural areas mm-hmm. where that's more likely to happen than, you know. Yeah. A place like Hohen, for example. Mm. And people are going to comment, like, how dare you? <laughs> there are robbers in Hohen. I'm a robber. Wait, what? Oh, uh, wait, what? <laughs> Spam calls. Dominic Chan, our member, asked, where is plus 697? Like, which country? I don't think it's a particular country. They just put it as a marker so you know, like, hey, this is an IP address. Yeah. It's not actually from any country. It's mm. not an area yeah. code. Uh, number yeah it's just it's just a representation of you're getting a scam call Mm. 697 is the number to watch out for Mm. actually can I just suggest uh, I downloaded the app called who call I know the grammar is a little bit weird but it's a green logo and they actually show up if it's a scammer like I've gotten certain scammer calls and it would come up scammer so I would not pick it up yeah, you go download that. I think we should download we'll that and keep it in the office and record that call. Yes. I think that would be a hilarious Could video. have a segment on spam call, we can, like, yeah. number one. I well, want. We can have a whole story. <laughs> I'm the foreigner that can't speak English, uh, that can't speak Thai. Uh-huh. You're like, you know, you've got a really strong southern dialect that, like, the Bangkok scammer can't understand. <laughs> You know, we've got Vishaya editor as our child who just is an annoying child who wants food and he's hungry. You know, we'll see how long we can keep him on. Okay. That'll be a valuable spend of our time. Imagine scamming the scammer. Scamming the scammer? Yeah, that's a new segment. How do we do that? We try to get money from him? (laughs) Oh, roles reverse. We either seduce him to give us money unlikely oh, wow. or we just we make such a sad sub story that he feels so bad for us that he's like alright I've collected ten thousand dollars today I'll give you I'll give you a couple of hundred okay let's see if we can do that mm. should, oh, we, should we should we should we kind of compete let's see who can get like a thousand baht from the scammer first okay. are you serious yeah well, well wow. tech symbol by the way uh, it's, yeah. it, they're not mostly from India I think those scammers are different I think they target American elderly citizens I think that's what you're talking about uh but uh, the ones here, are, they're Thai. They're speaking Thai. Yeah, yeah Captain Kremen said, uh, my scammer call was a recording in Thai, so I don't know what it means. Yeah, I've, got, I've received scam calls before, and like even if yeah. I'm replying, it just keeps going on. Isn't it just a recording? Yeah, it is yeah, a recording, probably. yeah. So then it's not fun unless the, yeah. if there's a real person calling. Yeah, but <laughs> I also don't want to press 9 because they are always like, press 9. From what I heard is like sometimes if you just press a certain number, it leads them to your bank account. I'm, I'm not even sure how that's possible, but uh, yeah, so I'm kind of scared to press anything after that. 
Yeah. Oh, look, uh, said Natty, post Jay's number so we can all call him. All right, I'll <laughs> do that later. <laughs> okay. That's all I got. Just, just get random calls on my phone. Hello, <laughs> I'm looking for my wife. <laughs> Und I haven't seen her in three years. <laughs> There's a YouTuber who turns the tables on scammers, says Marky Mark. Oh, yeah, I forgot his name, but he actually has these... Uh, sc- so he does a couple of things. He 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 started... He's a YouTuber, and he's a prankster as well, but he decided to put them all together for a good cause. So he had a problem that people would come and steal packages, and this is more common in America. They'd, they'd, they'd come up to your door, steal your package, and walk away. So he created these special packages so that when, when they do take it home, it's like a glitter bomb and fart bombs and then he put a GPS tracker so that police could track them down and then he tried to do this uh, for Indian scammers as well in particular like these Indian scammers were trying to steal money from elderly people in his area and around America Uh, and he sent them he's actually successfully taken down scam call centers whoa he's absolutely amazing and he's just a YouTuber he's not even the policeman you should check him out I can't remember his name no no someone said Mark Roper Mark, Mark Roper. Roper is it? I'm not sure. Let me let me check. But, but he's absolutely amazing. He's a genius. Like his inventions that came out are like freaking yeah. bomb diggity. Have you seen them, Carmel? Yeah. No. no? Oh. Mark Roper. That's his name. Mark oh, Roper. He's so cool, man. He took down like a, a scam call center. He he had some people. Basically, he hired some people in India to join in on him. Nice. They applied for those scam call center. They got accepted. They put fart bombs, glitter bombs, oh, and everything those. in there. Oh, wow. it's great. It was absolutely great. All right. <laughs> Come right. on. Any more questions? No. Okay. There, there was something interesting, but then I'm pretty sure it'll get like you guys riled up. Foolish Farang asked, like, can we can we just talk about dual pricing when it comes to greens? When it comes <laughs> to greens, if, if like if it would be applied to greens, like no. imagine. Like, <laughs> There is no dual no. pricing for greens. I think just, greens for yeah. all. Be nice to your dealer. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you you mean the medical. Yeah, 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 yeah. I, I mean your doctor. Yes. Yeah. It's medicinal yes. purposes only. Yes. Yeah, get your facts straight, Natty. You. What? Okay. All right. <laughs> All right, ladies and gentlemen. Now we're gonna take some, a few quick fire questions from uh, the chat. So if you do have any last questions, please listen. Mm. Oh yes. Uh, we're actually gonna. Me- we okay. It's now that Carmel's mentioned it. Uh, we actually have a members meet and greet coming up on July the twenty first. What? Yes. I didn't even know that. That's, That's awesome. Right. And That's uh, yeah, we, we'll be making a post in the members only. But I think about eleven to fifteen people uh, signed up, and the uh, basically uh, it was the time of the month that people were most available. Mm-hmm. So uh, I, f- I believe uh, July. 21st is the day that we're going to have a quick members meetup. I think we, it's nice to meet up in the afternoon. We can have a long lunch. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, a lot of the members of the team will go there, you know, have a nice lunch, have a couple of quick cold beverages <laughs> and return back to the office a little higher than we were before. Nice. Sounds nice. like a plan. In self-esteem and confidence. Carmel is uh, also going to join us and she seems yes, excited. Yes, that's right. Yeah. The voice yes. of God will be there. Vishai, the man behind the GMT buttons. Numa as well. Uh, Jason Clark. <laughs> Why does he get the full name? Everybody's like <laughs> It's Jason Clark. <laughs> it, it needs to be known. Okay. Uh, yeah, and that uh, and our edit- editors and whoever uh, wishes to be there. Mm-hmm. We'll, we'll try to bring the whole crew along. 
Uh, okay, here we go. About San Francisco says, Q, a question. Jay and Natty, when's the interview with the Bangkok governor going to take place? <laughs> Have we sent an uh, email yet? No. N- Natty? No? no. Wait, you look at me yes. to send the Bangkok governor? Yes, it needs to be, dear Mr. Governor okay. and or dear BMA. Okay. I am Natty Warisa <laughs> from The Tiger. <laughs> All right. Hashtag blessed. Hashtag no. <laughs> I'll, I think I'll just call we should him. send him a, send buddies, him a nice buddies. letter, like congratulations on uh, being recently elected. We, uh, yeah, well, we we've been following your work and blah blah blah. Why are you telling me come what to, to the, say? Why, why, why to are we tiger, like revealing so what we'll ask? Come to the tiger, so we shall question you for the people. People for the people. Hey, Darm One asks second part of tour tomorrow, guys. Yes. Yes, it is. Tomorrow at 2 p.m. The second Suratani clip will drop. Yeah. Just so you know, the first clip was an adventure trip. So mm-hmm. it was like activity-packed, adrenaline-filled. For the second part, this is actually a chill day where we go and have coffee in a bamboo raft. I don't want to give out all the details of what we did, but it's more chill and relaxing kind of vibe. So look forward to that. That's mm-hmm. right. Um, that's coming out tomorrow at... 11 a.m. Oh, I said 2 p.m. Is it? Oh, I was planning 11 a.m. No, we all said 2 p.m. Why is it 2 p.m.? Because last because time last it was time 2 p.m. Yeah. Oh, okay. Fine. <laughs> Jesus. Yeah. All right. Uh, 2 p.m. It is tomorrow. You can look forward to that, uh, ladies and gentlemen. Our last request is about 450 people watching. If you're liking, if you've enjoyed the episode, or if you've had even a, you know, a glimpse of enjoyment, or smile. Or for Natty, or for Carmel, over my lumberjack shirt. Please click the like button. It really does help us out. Comment on the video after the video. Share it. Subscribe. Forty-five percent of the people are not subscribed. Mm. Can I tell you? Okay, quick fill in. I'm gonna I'm gonna give you the official amount. Oh uh-huh. uh, yes. You in for this? <laughs> um. I can't help, but I saw somebody saying that I got fatter. Oh no. Which <laughs> I'm just gonna address that. Yeah, sure. I put on weight but I'm happy, I'm healthy. I'm actually probably gaining more muscle if you're that's what you think you're thinking yes. or not. Because I've been working out quite a bit. Um, oh. I'm actually bulking and I'm gonna cut later on in this year, nice. so you'll see me lose weight. Look at this, Natty. thirty three percent. It's it we have improved. But thirty three percent of the people who watch, thirty three percent of fifteen thousand or twenty thousand mm-hmm. are not subscribed. <gasps> It hurts Carmel's feelings. <laughs> and, and ours, hopefully, And ours, as well. too. Thank you, Nettie. Yes. Yeah. But ladies and gentlemen, please subscribe to the channel. It really does help us out, uh, and it matters to us. Your support, as always. Uh, but for now, I'd like to say thank you, Nettie. Thank you, Jay. And thank you, Carmel. Thank you, Shy. You can look thank forward you. to Tiger Bites this weekend as well. We're going to shoot it today. We hope you have a great Friday and even a better weekend. Uh, you can stay tuned for the weekend update on Sunday morning. And uh, I'll see you, we'll see you next Monday, possibly. Ta-ta. Ta-ta.